for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Hello, I uh, I come to you today as a wise builder. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? Oh, you don't? Well, in the book of Matthew, he, he ends with the Sermon on the Mount with an illustration. He talks about, uh, he says, now if you build your house on the words, the things I've shared with you, you you'll be like a wise builder who will build his house on the rock. But then there's the other one, the other guy, who builds his house on sand, the, the foolish builder. And when the wind came and the storm came, uh, the one on the rock stood firm. But the one on the sand collapsed. I was adding onto my house, my wife and I, and, and uh, I thought I was going to be a, doing a good job. And so the inspector came out to look at the house and everything was good. And we were going to lay electricity into the house. So I thought I'd dig a trench right next to the foundation of the house. And he came out to tell me, well, to scream at me, what are you doing? Because I was taking away the strength of the foundation. Today, we're going to look at a person or those people who don't have a good foundation. And I want to encourage you when we see warnings or red flags, we need to say, I'm going to steer clear of that. I'm not going to go in that direction. Today, let's hear what God's Word has for us in Job chapter 27, the last half of the portion. Let's hear God's Word today. Job chapter 27, verses 13 through 23. Here is the fate God allots to the wicked, the heritage a ruthless man receives from the Almighty. However many his children, their fate is the sword. His offspring will never have enough to eat. The plague will bury those who survive him, and their widows will not weep for them. Though he heaps up silver like dust and clothes like piles of clay, what he lays up the righteous will wear, and the innocent will divide his silver. The house he builds is like a moth's cocoon, like a hut made by a watchman. He lies down wealthy, but will do so no more. When he opens his eyes, all is gone. Terrors overtake him like a flood. A tempest snatches him away in the night. The east wind carries him off, and he is gone. It sweeps him out of his place. It hurls itself against him without mercy as he flees headlong from its power. It claps its hands in derision and hisses him out of his place. As we consider the life of the wise builder, we understand his house. It, it stood. It stood strong. But let's consider for a moment what is the uh, outcome of the life of the foolish builder? 
who built his house upon the sand. And Job's going to give us an inkling of that right now. And this is a warning. This is a red flag. So I want to encourage you today to consider this in God's word as something we want to stay away from. In verse 13 it says, Here is the fate God allots to the wicked. You know, I always sometimes think, well, they just get away with so much. You know, they do things that are not right, and yet they get away with it. Well, here Job is saying, here's the real fate that God has for these folks. And in verse 14 it says, however many children, their fate is the sword. So for the man who builds his house on issues of wickedness or things not of God, first off is the issue of their family is going to be done away with. It's going to be gone. He goes on then down in verse 16, though he heaps up silver like dust and clothes like piles of clay. Boy, was he a What's it called? You know, a garment hog or something. You know, the idea of having every kind of shoe and every kind of outfit. You know, what, what's going to happen to all of that? What he lays up, the righteous will wear, and the innocent will divide his silver. So all this gathering that the wicked or the man who builds his house on the sand, whatever he does, someone else is going to benefit from. So he loses family, he loses wealth, and then down here in verse 18, the house he builds is like a moth's cocoon, like a hut made by a watchman. This is also sometimes translated like a spider web, so flimsy and it doesn't stand up. So for the one who builds on the sand, the one who God's uh, going to deal with who has done wrong, they lose their family, their wealth, and their home. And I want to encourage you, the idea of home has to do where their place is. Not just a structure of a building, but the place where they are secure, a place where they are comfortable. That's home. And this person who does not follow the way of God, God will do away with that. Goes on then over here in verse 20. Terrors overtake him like a flood. A tempest snatches him away into the night. The east wind carries him off and he is gone. It sweeps him out of his place. It's just he's no longer at ease with who he is or what he's doing. He's going to be pushed away. In our area, <clears throat> here in the California, Los Angeles area, there's something called the Santa Ana winds. Now the Santa Ana winds blow out of the desert and it is just blows everything and things happen and people become, in fact, a little irritable because of that uncomfortable nature of that wind. And this is what this person is, their, their uh, personality, their um, demeanor, their, their, 
very existence is going to be with no foundation, no support. He's going to be just blown away. So he loses his family, loses his wealth, his home, and his own personal stability. There's the warning. To do it my way, as Sammy Davis Jr. sang years ago, no. It's a desire I have is to do it God's way. See, for God had began this verse here, here is the fate God allots to the wicked, the heritage a ruthless man receives from the Almighty. Let me just ask you, are you in for it? Do you want to buy into this, the loss of, of, of family, of wealth, of home, of, of my own comfortableness? Is that, is that what I want to do? I don't think so. But remember the man who built his house on the rock. This day, I pray that we are more like Job, who was assured that by his conscience, he had done right. He had done the good thing before God, even though not everything was working in his favor, but he was sure of what God had called him to do, and he was doing it. How about you? Are you sure of your following God? Or are you building your house on other things, the sand, the sifting culture? I pray not. I pray you will follow the Lord. For everyone that thinks, maybe I'm getting away with it now. Why do I have to worry about it? You remember in, is it Galatians chapter 6, verse 7? Whatever you sow, you will reap. You know, the things that uh, you do will come around again. You know, that you will experience the wrath of God if you decide to turn away from Him. Now, I, I love this last verse we have here. I, I want to read it in the alternative. I think it's the New Living Translation. It says, but everyone jeers at them and mocks them. When the people who do evil lose their family, their wealth, their home, their own equilibrium, people watching jeer at them. Or in the NIV, it's that they applaud or they clap. Now, I need to not clap too quickly. I need to not cheer at somebody's misfortune. But the warning is there. I want to follow the way the Lord does what He has called me to. Let's pray together. Lord, I, I pray that we in our everyday life would not look down or, or cheer when people fail. But Lord, when those who feel themselves high and mighty, able to get away with all sorts of shortcuts rather than doing right, when they lose things, when they uh, come to demise, Lord, I pray that uh, it's a warning to every one of us that you do have our best in mind, that we should follow you. Father, follow, guide us this day in your precious name. Amen.
Stepping in closer, see you.